Hello everyone and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. I am Deb McBride and today is Sunday the 5th of September in the year 2021 and I am broadcasting from lovely La Fortuna in Alajuela, Costa Rica and right outside my window where I'm staying is the Arenal Volcano and it is a majestic presence and um the sun was just setting here a little while ago and actually I saw a star in the sky above the volcano and when I looked at the star to see what it was it was not just a star it was Venus so this is very exciting it, uh, Venus is outside above the Arenal volcano I think this is very significant it's a good sign and it's very important and so lots to talk about um first of all volcanoes are very powerful uh features of nature and as we all know and um when you are in the presence of a volcano uh or any force of nature really you are picking up what we call codes or sacred geometry codes now we are nature and nature forms through sacred geometry and volcanoes are nature and trees are nature and flowers are nature and bugs are nature and frogs and cats and dogs and everything else obviously are nature but we are nature too and so we tap into an incredibly different vibe when we are around things that are extremely powerful such as volcanoes or ley lines under the earth. And I was explaining on my Instagram yesterday that, you know, if you go to places like Stonehenge or Avebury or Glastonbury in England, or there are places in Sedona, they are all on ley lines and the earth is very powerful there. So those also contain codes and, and you want to be around very powerful, uh, life supporting things and and volcanoes are transformative you know they erupt they come from deep within the earth which is very plutonian and they burst forth with sparks and lava and uh, deep incredible power okay so sometimes we have a volcano stirring within us and one time a few years ago when I came to visit this beautiful volcano um, and there are many volcanoes in Costa Rica but this one has volcanic hot springs and it's it's definitely a tourist site but um, it is it is very powerful and one time when I came to visit a few years ago um, I went back to where I live in Escazú where we don't have volcanoes right in Escazú but you can see Poaz not far away the Poaz volcano um, and I was standing in my kitchen and I was, you know, drying dishes and I said, wow, the, the energy from that volcano is really powerful. And just then the dish I was drying, it was a bowl actually, went flying out of my hand <laughs> and hit the floor and smashed into a zillion pieces. And I thought, okay. And I even took a picture of it because it was... It was like just the thought of the volcano, just the statement of the volcano <laughs> um, just propelled a dish out of my hand. I mean, there's no reason on earth I had both hands on it. One was with a towel. There's no reason why the dish would fly out of my hand except that I was p 
pulling forth and channeling this energy of, of Volcan Arenal. In any event, um, we are having some interesting, fascinating aspects to accompany this visit to the volcano. Um, we are having some Venus action with Pluto and Venus is squaring Pluto and she's doing that this evening and Venus and Pluto are an interesting pair so that Venus that I just saw in the sky a little while ago is making a challenging relationship to Pluto and she is when she's with Pluto we are calling forth the Persephone myth or the sort of bringing the goddess into the underworld or the goddess owning her power in the underworld and, and embracing her darkness. So Venus and Pluto are challenging one another. And Venus, you know, Venus likes to be usually more gentle and sweet, especially when she's in her own sign of Libra. But she is getting herself entangled with the god of the underworld. And so this is naturally a place where she feels a little more vulnerable, but she could also feel very sexy. And she is uh, definitely in a place where she is going to dive and delve into all the intense, deep, powerful emotions one goes through when one involves oneself with the underworld okay so we aren't really uh having a full on venus in libra oh isn't that sweet experience now the interesting thing is she is also while she's squaring pluto she's moving into trying with jupiter and that's very, very nice. Um, so she's squaring Pluto today, trining Jupiter tomorrow, and very early in the morning tomorrow in my region of the world. And so she's moving between Pluto and Jupiter, and so she's digging, digging deep, and then hopefully coming out of the underworld with a present with a surprise, with a happy ending, with a powerful, a fortunate experience. Okay, so she's squaring Pluto today, trining, uh, you know, Jupiter tomorrow. And so she's really moving through, you know, a, a few paces here. She's getting intense and maybe a little pissed off. <laughs> when she gets involved with Pluto. And then she reaches Jupiter and she's like, ah, I know how to solve this, no problem. And so she can release and let go. Now, if you find yourself getting agitated today, tonight, you can be sure that the thing that agitates you is going to work its way through tomorrow, or you're gonna find a way to navigate through this and work your way through it tomorrow. And, you know, it is, important to sort of note how you're feeling, what you're doing, what Venus Pluto brings up for you. Oftentimes it brings up triangles. Oftentimes it brings up deep creativity and, you know, ideas and things. Oftentimes it brings uh, forward, you know, like uncomfortable emotions because, you know, Venus is emotional and she's sort of opening up the door to her own vulnerability um, and 
maybe speaking her truth, Jupiter, um, as she moves through her vulnerability. So maybe what happens for you is you feel it, it's deep, it's intense, and then you find a way to verbally express it, whether on the page, whether to another person, whether just to yourself in the room. Because remember, Venus is in an air sign. She's squaring Pluto in, in um, an earth sign. And so she's going deep into the core of the earth, much like the volcano outside my window with Venus above it. And she's connecting with her anger, sensitivity, sexiness, uh, desire, her, her inner tigress, you know, and then she is moving into a trine with Jupiter and whatever has been boiling under the surface is going to come out and say, you know, oh, okay, let's talk about this. So let's communicate it. Both Venus and Jupiter are in air signs. So this makes things a little easier for the communication. And if you're not a communicative sort, if you're one of those people that doesn't uh, necessarily communicate, maybe you've got lots of water in your chart and you hold things in or you're sensitive or you feel things more than you verbalize them. Um, this should help move things out um, through the written word, the spoken word. So that's one thing we have going on. Now, tomorrow is a big deal new moon. And that's not going to be, um, you know, for uh, till the afternoon, you know, later in the afternoon to evening in my region of the world. And when that happens, like the new moon's going to happen, then the moon is going to speak sweetly in a trine to Uranus, and then the sun is going to speak sweetly in a trine to Uranus. And so this is this is more intense outer planet energy. The sun and the moon are coming together, and they are making a very strong aspect to Uranus, which is in Taurus. Now, the sun and the moon are in Virgo. This is more Earth. So what's been happening is these days is like we've been gearing up for this new moon and you know it's always the dark phase of the moon um before we have the new moon before the light starts to come back so we're in the dark you're looking around for the moon where's the moon oh there is no moon right now because it's going to be new and the sun and the moon are coming together at a point where they are making a very strong trying to uranus so there's more churning, there's more excitement, there's more, but it's not agitating. You know, last time we had new moons and things making aspects to Uranus, they were, they were in Leo and they were harder aspects, but this, this is not doing that. This is making a much smoother aspect to Uranus and therefore what we need to transform is going to be a lot simpler and more straightforward. Now, this is all happening, this trine is happening as Venus is trining Jupiter. So we've got we've got a lot of really interesting aspects. Tomorrow's a really interesting day because not only is Venus, okay, she's moving from the square to Pluto and she's trining Jupiter. And then we have this new moon trining Jupiter, uh, trining Jupiter, trining Uranus, sorry. Um, so there's been a lot of action these days okay um and we'll get to what i was talking about the other night on instagram as well on on uh thursday um so 
what's happening is Venus talks to Pluto, then she talks to Jupiter, then um, Mars is at the same time, Mars, which is in Virgo, along with the sun and the moon, Mars is talking to Pluto. So while Venus may be having a harder time with Pluto, Mars is in Virgo having an easier time with Pluto, which he has been for the last few days. And he's been gearing up for this big trine with Pluto, which is exact tomorrow morning. And it's around, you know, when you're getting up in the morning in my region of the world. In any case, Mars is really... Uh, you know, speaking to Pluto, and they're, they're buddies, you know, they're buddies, they both rule Scorpio, they, those, those are the guys, those are the sexy guys, okay, Mars and Pluto, and they're like, yeah, these women, you know, look at that Venus, she's, she's all girly and Libra, and she's, you know, thinks she's, she thinks she's hot stuff, and then she talks to Pluto, and she knows she's hot stuff, and then she goes and she trines Jupiter and she and Jupiter are having a very nice conversation, which I can't say that Mars is having with Jupiter <laughs> just yet anyway. So Mars and Pluto are like the, the guys in the cigar bar <laughs> or it used to be the cigar bar. Um, and Venus and Jupiter are having a conversation. So this is very interesting because Mars and Venus are relationship planets and they are each having their own conversation with Pluto. And they are each having a, a nice conversation with a, a one of the planets, right? So like Venus and Jupiter and Mars and Pluto. And so relationships are paramount right now we are thinking about relationships we are moving through relationships we are uh examining relationships and we are um owning our stuff in relationships and that would be also venus pluto really sort of coming to terms with things that are potentially a little intense for us and while this is going on the sun and the moon are making a trine to uranus now trines we have trines all over the place trines are very smooth aspects of 120 degrees. Think about the triangles, the equilateral triangles. Um, think about triangles from geometry class and think about how smooth the energy is right now between signs that are similar or that are in the same element okay so we've got a lot of earth energy lots of earth energy right now so pluto has been capricorn for a long time uranus is in taurus a long time and now there are three planets in virgo lots of earth so there's a lot of practicality in the air and so manifestation or what you want to manifest is really really important right now because this is earth. It's earth. It's what you want to bring into your hand and hold it. And that's what the earth is. You put your hands in the earth. It's you put your feet on the ground. This is about something that you are trying to manifest or what you would like to manifest. Now, since Uranus is in Taurus, this is like, oh, you want to manifest something? Poof, here it is. <laughs> because Uranus and Taurus is, you know, even though Taurus is kind of a, a more methodical slow moving sign when we start zipping things around like we've got a new moon injecting energy into that well hey 
that's that's like all right what do you want great all right let's have it and in the meantime mars is going to pluto hey well what do you want all right let's have it boom venus to jupiter what do you want okay boom let's have it this is lots of trines lots of energy that says i can flow through this and navigate this really really easily and it's phenomenal to think about this because there's all sorts of trines tomorrow there's the conjunction of the sun and the moon which is the new moon of course but there's like it's just so phenomenal to look at this new moon and say okay if i put my finger on exactly what i want and you got to be specific you know how particular virgos are they they have their energy where they're like no it needs to be this this is the time to be specific you know they're ruled by mercury mercury's details now mercury is in libra right now which is venus's sign but what we are looking at very importantly is the new moon making that conversation with uranus and it uranus is the magician uranus is the, the magical planet it's like okay wave your magic wand boom here it is and you know it's like i conjured that up so whatever you want to conjure up right now is really important this is you rarely see this you don't see all sorts of trines and things happening all at the same time to outer planets to planets that are as fortunate as jupiter to, you know we don't get this very often so make a big fat wish or better yet make like three big fat wishes and sit down with yourself and know exactly what you want mercury the planet uh that rules the new moon is in libra like i said it speaks to venus which is in her own sign she's ruling the heavens okay neptune's ruling the heavens for a long time because it's in pisces okay but venus is really ruling the heavens on a you know uh, right now so the new moon speaks to mercury mercury speaks to venus it's like playing telephone remember one person whispers in somebody's ear the other one whispers in the other person's ear venus will hear your prayer your wish your manifestation talk to jupiter about it and poof there it is <laughs> so this is a very interesting aspect now mars and pluto get sexy uh, Venus gets sexy with Pluto too and then even you know she feels a little more loose with Jupiter and and be careful again with the overindulgence I bought a lot of chocolate today <laughs> there's like these chocolate factories and chocolate plantations cacao plantations here in Fortuna and there's always lots of chocolate tours to go on and places that sell this beautiful chocolate and if you want really good chocolate you come to fortuna um costa rica has really good chocolate generally but this is this is one of those places where you know you get really good chocolate so venus jupiter manifested in my life as like i i did a little overindulgence in the chocolate realm and good chocolate not like you know junky chocolate right and not chocolate that's full of chemicals and you know stuff like that and too much sugar and takes away from the chocolate really rich deep dark actually i bought some hundred percent chocolate not 75 percent chocolate not milk chocolate hundred percent chocolate and 
there's Venus Jupiter for me. So if you're in the mood to overindulge, make sure it's something like, you know, a little healthy, a little healthy chocolate can be very good for you too. Um, and so, and it's also, you know, Venus Jupiter is also going to make you want to spend some money. Now it's an air sign, so you'll probably think about it before you actually do it. If it was water, you'd just be like, oh, okay, whatever, la-di-da. But um, there's there's not a lot of water in the sky right now. There is Neptune in Pisces, but there's not a lot of a lot of water. We've got air and we've got Earth, and there's really not so much fire. There's Chiron and Aries. But okay. Here's what the, I was talking about on Thursday night on my Instagram, which is that back that day, um, Mars was opposite Neptune, which is very juicy and a little sexy and very mysterious and a bit exhausting. And I was definitely exhausted on Thursday. And uh, maybe you were too. And and it could be a little slippery too, you know, like Mars is is not at its best when it's in opposition to Neptune. You know, the energy of Mars wants to assert, wants to focus, wants to be direct, especially when it's in an Earth sign like Virgo. Then we get involved with Neptune is like, wow, what happened? Huh? What happened? I don't understand. Like, what am I trying to do here? And things slip out of your hands and time slips away. And sometimes you really have to put your feet on the ground with Mars so that Neptune doesn't like just take the current, just doesn't take you right out into the ocean. And so that was really important to pay attention to on Thursday. But the moon was in Cancer on Thursday. And Luna, she was opposing Pluto. So there was this other sexy, juicy configuration going on, kind of mysterious. Because Mars and Neptune are mysterious when they get together. And the moon and Pluto are mysterious when they get together. And moon and mars were talking sweetly to each other in a sextile so we had some hmm, interesting energy going on on thursday that was sensitive that was juicy that was smooth that was transformative in a way that you wouldn't necessarily expect because well the moon opposes pluto every month but mars doesn't usually get involved in that dance and you know, lately when the moon is opposing Pluto, she's making a sweet trine to Neptune. So there's this air of mystery when the moon is out and she's she's doing her lunar thing where she, the, the energy of the moon and the night is mysterious and, and deep and rich. And so when we get Mars involved, it's like, uh-huh. So things were a little sexy the other night. So, okay, good. Well, you know, and that energy kind of continues, even though the moon has moved on into very practical Virgo, um, which is more like get the job done, folks, as opposed to it's in cancer. Let's make a nice rich meal and cozy up at home and cuddle. Um, this is, this is, we're getting the job done and we are, manifesting what we need, what we desire, what we want. And so it's important to look at those things. It's important to pay attention to all of that. Now, Mercury is getting ready to go into his shadow because he's going to retrograde later, later in the month of September. And when he retrogrades on the 26th, um, he's going to, you know, I told you, 
last week or so that he's going to be um, in the sign of Libra for two months. So he went in earlier in the month, a few days ago, and he actually went in in August. Yeah, he went in at the end of August. And he's staying there until like the 5th of November. And that's a long time for Mercury to be in a sign. So he's getting ready to do his work. Um, he's Now, when I say shadow, that means that's where he's going to turn around on October 18th. And he's going to retrograde at 25 Libra, which means he's going to be squaring Pluto. And as I mentioned last week, that's one long square. That's not like, oh, yeah, he's squaring. And then bye-bye. And a month later, he comes back and squares. No, he's going to be squaring for like a week. And there's going to be two exact squares in that, two exact times. And then he's going to leave and go on his merry way and come back later on. But but Mercury is going into his shadow. And when I say shadow, I'm talking about the time where he is going to go direct. So that's about 10, 11 degrees of um, Libra. And he's going there now. He's going there tomorrow at the new moon when we've got all this action-packed astrology happening. And so when Mercury is figuring out that he's, you know, now going into the shadow phase, which is what we're going to see as, as Mercury eventually gets ready to turn around to come back direct again in October, we are looking at the space in which he goes retrograde, meaning he's going to 10 degrees, he's going to go back, all the way back to 10 degrees once he's retrograde and turn around at that. So that's what we call the shadow. The shadow is the period or the space in the zodiac where Mercury's going to visit a couple of times and turn around and go direct. So we're entering that space tomorrow. So we're already like starting to feel that retrograde, if that makes more sense to say it that way. But what's happening is all of this business, all of these trines and all of this, you know, interesting stuff is going on at the same time that Mercury is getting ready to do this. And as Mercury is moving Mercury's not moving as fast as he normally does. He zipped through Virgo, his own sign, in like two and a half weeks. He's not doing that this time. It's more like, it's almost two and a half months he's going to be in Libra. And so when he's doing this little dance, he's getting ready to tell us, you know, okay, I'm going to start slowing down and I'm it's going to start crawling through Libra instead of zipping on through. It's going to take him, you know, not very long. He's only going to, he's going to turn around at like 24, 25. It's going to, it's tomorrow he's going to be 10. It's going to take him very long time to get to that place where he turns retrograde, which means he is starting to move more slowly. So we, it's, we do well to pay attention to this, okay? Pay attention to what's happening at this jazzy new moon where we've got incredible energy happening, okay? So Mercury is going to grant some wishes, probably, as it moves forward in the sky 
on October 18th, which is the same day that Jupiter moves forward in the sky. Okay, October is a very interesting month. Now, think about this. Big, powerful stuff's happening in the sky around relationships, around manifestation, around what we want, around wishing upon something powerful. And Mercury is saying, okay, I'm going to go, you know, on my merry way and figure all of this out during the retrograde. And boom, when I turn direct, you know, if your wish hasn't come true by then, by the time Mercury goes direct, I wouldn't be surprised if some major stuff shifts forward for all of us. Because, and in a good way, in a good way, because, you know, there's going to be four planets shifting direction, going direct in October, in those first days of October. And by the time the 18th rolls around, we're going to be like rolling in new energy. Okay. So what we've got happening tomorrow is major. Sit down with yourself, take some time, close your eyes, rest, and ask your soul what its deepest desires are. And I learned that from someone I'm working with. But we should always be asking our soul what our deepest desires are. And tomorrow's a really important day to ask your soul what its deepest desires are because you can make them happen very soon. And it doesn't take much. You know, once you shift that energy, once you make up your mind to connect with that, what your deepest desires are, here you are. You're going to get what you want. A little scary to get what you want, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, what do you mean I'm going to get what I want? How could I possibly get what I want? Well, you'll be you'll be surprised. You have to be focused. You have to put yourself in the energy. You have to feel it. Okay? You have to feel it. And that's what most of life is based on. Feeling it. <laughs> okay? Do you and this is really important. Do you feel it? Like, hmm, do I want to buy this house? Am I feeling it? I don't know. Do I want this relationship? Am I feeling it? Do I want this job? Am I feeling it? Do I want to buy that car? Am I feeling it? it? Is it in alignment? Are you feeling the connection to what you it is you want? You've got to feel it. In acting and, and stage work and singing, they got to feel it. They're like, they've got it. Like there's mo there's a moment, you know, in comedy. They've got to feel it. Like anybody who's got to get up on stage, they're feeling it or they're going to miss the moment. So are you feeling it? What are you feeling? Um, and what are you aligning with? So it's really important to get clear on what you're aligning with right now, right now. Because when that new moon comes tomorrow evening, it is so, so going to push us forward. Okay. And don't let that go. Don't let go. Don't say, huh, I wish I could have this. I wish I could have that like turquoise blue convertible or whatever it is you want, or that handsome, beautiful soul that I want, or that ton of chocolate I just bought. <laughs> um, maybe, maybe whatever it is that you're manifesting Make sure you're very clear about it. Make don't and don't just go. I want that turquoise blue convertible, and then say, "Oh yeah, a couple weeks from now, I forgot about that turquoise blue convertible." No, <laughs> that turquoise blue convertible is 
tattooed on your brain, in your heart, okay? So check in with your heart, check in with your soul. What is it that you want? And make it happen because we've got to be real clear on this one, okay? In other worlds, this week, the other worlds, Venus will move out of Libra. She will move into Scorpio on the 10th, which is Friday in the afternoon in my region of the world. And, you know, she's not her best in Scorpio. She's okay. I mean, it's a water sign, sure, but she's, you know, she may not feel like she's doing her most favorite things when she's in Scorpio. So she gets a little edgy in Scorpio. She's sexy there, but she's a little edgy. And eventually she'll meet up with Uranus, and that's not for a few weeks yet. She'll They'll be opposite. But what's really important, that's why now, it don't say, don't say on Friday, you know what, I think I know what I want. Figure it out now. Because you don't want Venus and Scorpio to miss, you know, to miss the boat here. We want to, we want to get that Venus and Libra trining Jupiter. She's part of this big mix tomorrow, you know. So it's really creative, really important, really, really, really vital to get clear on your vision, what you want, exactly what it is. And remember, Virgos are precise, okay? So the more precise you are, the more you feel that precision, the more you're going to get what you want. And what um, Dr. Joe Dispenza always says is you marry an elevated emotion with your intention. So you have this intention, but you marry it with an elevated emotion. Elevated emotion is gratitude, joy, love, freedom, okay? Gratitude is a big one because if you say to yourself, I want that turquoise blue convertible and it's parked in my driveway and I am grateful for that car parked in my driveway, um, you know what? It will be because you're already grateful for something that you may say, well, I don't have it yet. Gratitude is the essence of receivership. Okay, we, it's the very essence of receivership. If we're grateful for something, you say thank you. Someone gives you something, you know, they give you a gift. You say, well, thank you very much. If you are grateful for something that, you know, you want to have happen in your life and you just say, I'm grateful for that convertible. Well, you know what? That's what happens. And of course, that's a metaphor. That convertible is a metaphor. Not everybody wants one. Um, <laughs> In the meantime, uh, Mercury on Tuesday will oppose Chiron. So, you know, see to it that your wounds and your health and your well-being are being taken care of. Rest when you need to. Um, as far as the moon is concerned, it is right this moment. It is in Virgo as I speak. And it is... Um, Moving into Libra later in the evening on Tuesday. So it's going to be in Virgo because we know we're having that new moon. But it will be void 3.24 p.m. Eastern Time. Go into Libra 11.20 p.m. on Tuesday night. So you got the rest of the afternoon evening. And that's, um, you know, that it's void. It'll be in Libra Wednesday. It'll be in Libra Thursday. 
and then it's going to go void of course in libra 12:48 a.m eastern time on friday so you know it's almost 1 a.m on friday so it's um going to enter scorpio two o'clock in the morning on friday and so we don't have to worry too much about that but then you know it's going into scorpio and then venus is going into scorpio later that afternoon on friday as i mentioned then saturday it will be um in scorpio all day and then not go void until 1 30 a.m sunday morning when um eastern time and by that time we'll be meeting again next sunday so the only planet other than the moon which always changes signs the only planet really changing signs this week is venus and she's going into scorpio so lots to think about the new moon is the highlight of the week all the trines around that happening at the same time some major stuff is going on and when we enjoy this new moon we want to make sure that we do our manifestation homework so whenever you listen to this make sure you sit down with yourself and write out what you want or get very clear on what that is remember exactitude is the name of the game here we're dealing with virgo okay that's about it i thank you so much for listening as i sit here with the arenal volcano outside my window and we shall meet again next week in the meantime my website is thegoldenastrologer.com. My Instagram is thegoldenastrologer. My Twitter is at debastrology. And if you'd like a session with me, you can book a session on my website, thegoldenastrologer.com, book online. And any questions, comments, just reach me on Instagram or at thegoldenastrologer, which is info at thegoldenastrologer.com. And I thank all who have reached out. Gratitude to everyone who has listened. And I wish you a beautiful week and a beautiful new moon.